I'm very expressive. I use my hands a lot. I like you. You gotta see my face and like my emotion because my friends always tell me if there's something going on with me, you can just see it right on my face. So that's really hard. Actually, my producer pulled me aside and was like, "Hey, Maris, can you get a little deeper? You gotta stop talking about food." I'm like, oh, "I like food. <laughs> that's how I connect with people." Hello, hello, and welcome to Situations Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Michael Williams, a.k.a. Shawnee Dude. You can call me Sean, Shawnee, Shawnee Dude. Does not matter to me. I'm just glad that y'all are here. And actually, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening uh, like via the podcast apps, and if you're listening, you can see and you'll be able to hear that I have a guest with me. Who is this lovely lady here? Well, I'm going to introduce this lovely person in one hot second, but I just want to thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. This podcast, the, you know, cannot live on without, you know, without the help of you all for sharing, you know, sending, sharing it with your friends and families, coworkers, a mama, papa, anybody with ears, you know, hell, if you want to send this to the blank, like to the deaf community, uh, community, you actually can, because this podcast is actually has transcripts. So, Hey, you know, share this with everybody, even share it with your enemy, tell them to hate listen, you know? <laughs> we'll take them all. Yeah. So, um, you know, thank you all for tuning in. You know, I really appreciate it. Y'all know the drill. This podcast is about dating, relationships, mental and emotional life experiences. Ooh, wee. You know, and, you know, we're going to be talking about key, you know, key values to building like a strong relationships, you know, finding out if love can be truly blind, unpacking some icks from uh, listener submissions and more. We got it all right here. And uh, yeah, and one of the ick uh, submissions is about uh, controlling partners. So yeah, we definitely going to unpack that as well. And uh, yeah, you know, um, without further ado, I'm going to just kind of just jump right on in. So y'all are in for a very special guest. My special guest, she was born and raised in Houston, Texas. You may have seen her on season five of Netflix's Love is Blind. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> without further ado, I want to introduce my guest, Maris. Maris, thank you so much for being here. Hey, y'all. My name is Maris. I was, as he mentioned, I was on season five of Love is Blind, currently living in Houston, um, never left, but I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. I, I really appreciate it. Like, yeah, you know, I've only been to Houston once and, you know, I really want to go back and visit one of these days because like, like everyone's been telling me like Houston is really like popping right now. Like, is it a happening city? Oh, for sure. There's always something to do, something to eat. And I love to eat. So it's, it's definitely a fun, I heard a well, fun city to visit, but I heard a lot of people are coming here for bachelor parties and bachelorette parties. I'm like, Oh, that's really, cause I know it, you know, I've lived here my whole life, so it doesn't seem as interesting since I live in it, but I mean, more power to y'all. Y'all are, you know, y'all are feeding the economy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Cause like right now I am um, actually coming from, uh, I'm in Chicago and like, you know, I love it here, but uh, when the winter comes, like when the winter hits, uh, it's too fucking cold. I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> Like what's the weather like out there? Is it, is it pretty, pretty nice at this time of year? <laughs> Okay, don't laugh at me, but it's cold right now. It's about 55. I know that's not very cold to you, but it's cold. It's freezing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't own, like, a real winter coat. And next week, it's going to be hot again. People are going to be wearing flip-flops. 
and shorts again. And I'm used to that. Just flip-flopping between long sleeve and wearing tank tops. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, yeah, stay warm out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, yeah, I kind of want to just, you know, like jump on in and kind of like talk about your experience of Love is Blind. And I know it was just so much that, you know, that kind of like unraveled with that. But before we jump in, I kind of want to like like talk about, you know, like, uh, like our like like our like your dating situations. Are you single? Are you in a relationship? Are you married? Like what's going on? <laughs> so I currently am in a relationship. I did not meet him on the show. Um, I met him actually. Funny story. I knew already knew of him, and my friend threw a crawfish boil. Um, as y'all know from my bio, <laughs> I love crawfish <laughs> boils, and one of my really good friends he. I wasn't even about to go because I had just come, come back from the show. I was tired. I didn't want to socialize. You know, it was mentally, I was mentally exhausted, but I decided to go and he was there. And I found out that he was single because last time I saw him, he had a girlfriend. And ever since then, we've been together. <laughs> all right. Love that. Go all the way the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of go all the way the fuck off, if you are uh, watching right now, the go all the way the fuck off t-shirt will pop up somewhere right here on the screen. And if you're and if you're watching on YouTube, you can get that promo code to get 15% off. <laughs> you know, got to do the little like, you know, like the little promo. <laughs> oh, of course. Plug city. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So, so remind me. So how long have you two been together? So uh, uh, as of now? Actually, we were just discussing this because, I mean, the first three months, you're you're kind of unsure and you don't want to label it. So, I mean, we would say about a year and a half. We don't have an official date, but let's go with a year and a half. All right. Love that. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, as for me, I'm single. I'm out here on the apps. I'm, you know, like uh, definitely, you know, trying to like find like my other half. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I was in a relationship for about like a, like back in like my latest relationship was from like 2020 to 2021 but we were kind of arguing a lot and so it was just kind of like okay probably best to just you know kind of end it here but um yeah you know um i'm hoping that i hope i'm hoping that i get to find like my other half sometime soon but yeah like you know i think i think just like seeing like you're like hearing about your love story i'm like man Maybe I need to go to like a crawfish bowl or something like that. <laughs> That's where you meet him. You know, it's <laughs> it's the place. You got to come to Houston and, and experience that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. So kind of jumping right on in. So, you know, prior to joining, you know, the season five cast of uh, Love is Blind. So uh, you was working as an HR specialist. And um, so tell me more about that. Do you still do that or are you on to better things? What's going on? Yeah. So my official title prior to starting the show was talent acquisition analyst. I'm basically doing the same thing. It's just a different title, tomato, tomato, you know, um, I was, I've always been recruiting. I talk to people every single day, help them get, get into different jobs. So um, it's definitely something I'm more, I'm, I would say I'm a counselor for a lot of students and or like people who are looking for jobs. So I thought I was going to do really well and come into love is blind and be like, I'm gonna come out married. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, when we're we're definitely gonna talk about that too. So yes, <laughs> cannot wait to unpack that as well. <laughs> and um, so you have been like uh, like like so you've been kind of like working in that environment, um, uh, you know, and then I guess like talent and acquisition for how long? About five years now. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. wow. Like, did, like, did you know? Like, I guess like you like you always wanted to like to to get into that, or were you kind of like? 
you know what? I'm going to kind of switch careers and this is kind of like the thing, you know? Oh, absolutely not. So, <laughs> so when you hear about HR, people are, people are like, I hate HR. I don't ever want to talk to HR. And I was like, I don't want to be in a career everybody hates or like people, you know, when people hate you. Uh, yeah. So I did not go to high school or I did not go to, directly to college after high school. I took some time off. I was serving tables, bartending. Uh, and then finally, I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I cannot be a bartender. And there's nothing with being a bartender. However, I was like, no, I want to do something more. I, so I went back to school. It took me a little while uh, to finish school because once you stop doing college algebra for years and then try and jump back into it, you're like, dang, this is hard. Again. <laughs> doing homework, trying to read again. Uh, so, I mean, I graduated um, from UH eventually. And the reason why was a couple people when you're bartending, you're just listening to people talk about their feelings. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I think I could, I could do this. And then someone came in and they talked to me about their career. And I was like, okay, I want to look more into this and, and go into this, I think. And I do, I genuinely do help people every day. And that's, that's what I love doing. All right. Love that. Ugh, love how passionate you are. Like, so even like in your job, like in your job now, do some of your coworkers come up to you and be like, oh my God, you were so great and love is blind. Like, uh, we feel for you, girl. <laughs> there are a couple colleagues that as soon as they found out, because it came out, came out in the Houston Chronicle and they sent me the screenshot of it and they're like, Maris, is this you? Like, what are the odds that there's a Maris that we know that's an HR specialist? And she looks kind of like you. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Because <laughs> the leader, I mean, a couple, a couple of people knew because I had to tell them to get that time off. But the others were like, oh, my gosh. Now that we watched it, they're like, you gave, gave such HR answers. That's <laughs> you sounded like, you know, you were just, you know, not trying to play sides and, and just really wanted to hear people out, make sure people felt good. And I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so you know like uh so even like when you uh got on to love is blind did you have to like kind of take a i guess a little bit of like a leave from work were they like were they cool with that or were they like uh, -uh absolutely not like <laughs> so i just started that job in january that i was they contacted me and told me like hey you got to take off uh the month of april and i was like i just started this job can i ask for this time <laughs> off so I had to, I asked my manager, luckily um, my uh, CHRO, the chief HR person, we asked her and she was like, you'll probably never get this opportunity again. So go ahead and do it. And then, you know, come back. And it's, you know, it was, it was much easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right. Love that. Yeah. Cause I know like some contestants, like either they had to like leave work or, or work was kind of complicated for them, but yeah, it's, it's cool to see. The different variations on how you know different contestants employers handled the situation once they got cast so that's that's cool that it worked out for you like uh, uh in the end um yeah so kind of like you know it's, i guess kind of speaking on the process how did love is blind reach out to you uh i know the process is a little bit different for everyone some people say they got a dm or someone said like oh i, I applied here so what was it like that like how, how did love is blind come to you yeah, so I actually got contacted on Instagram and the casting director or agent or whatever the term is, he contacted me in, in uh, on Instagram and uh, I was like, this is a scam, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we looked into it a little bit more and because I was sitting there with my friend when I got it and she was like, oh, that sounds interesting. You've been single for a while. Might as well just, just go for it. Just, just answer them. <laughs> and then you have to send in a video and talk about yourself. And that's already weird. Um, so yeah, Instagram, I, but I do know people that were contacted on LinkedIn. That's odd to me 
That's <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, like that's unheard of. Like, like that, that, that is a first. I've never, I never knew that. Like, you know, shows would be casting on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I, I guess I better update my profile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. They're making sure they got a job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, what was it like being a guest on Love Is Blind season five? Like, was it was it cool? Was it like what you expected? Tell, uh, tell me a little bit about that. It was definitely an experience. It was interesting. I, I I, mean, I guess I went in there not knowing exactly what to expect because when you watch it on TV, you don't realize all of those things that go on in the background. I had a good experience. I'm meeting all the girls. Like all the girls are beautiful. They are hilarious. Um, so it was, it was definitely an experience not being able to sleep that much and, you know, just drinking and hanging out with them in the pods. That was, uh, that was mentally draining. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I like sleep. I like to. I like food, and <laughs> yes. the drinking part will like take a toll on you. <laughs> no, for sure. I can only imagine. <laughs> like, I guess, like how, like how many dates did you go on, like in the pods? Was it, uh, I, I, you know, like I guess the way the showrunners edit the show, they don't really show like every contestant how many dates. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. how many dates was it for you? Yeah, so in the, the first round, you go on a, a speed date round with all of the guys. And then you, um, after each round, you just continuously start narrowing it down. I can't remember the exact number, but they'll go from 15 to eight. And then your next one, you'll, you'll rank. Um, and then you'll, you'll go down to five. I was actually one of the first cut with uh, Chandra and Linda. So we just kept getting narrowed down really short to speaking to only a couple people and then we we would mainly be hanging out in in the uh, the lounge since there weren't a lot of matches for us ah okay and so are you are you all still close to this day yeah i mean i still talk to them i've i've really been focusing on my career so i don't really hang out too much with them but i mean i have their numbers we text we have a large group chat with all the girls they'll send those random memes you know we all shared that experience so we're the only ones that can understand each other all right. Love that. Yes. Yes. Well, since you all got a group chat, you're going to have to share this episode with the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, I guess like how would you compare dating in the pods than, you know, and not seeing the other person on the other side of that wall as in comparison to, you know, dating out in the real world? Like, is it is it really different or is it like, eh, like, you know, as long as I got that that emotional thing going, it's cool. Man, it's hard. Both are hard. However, speaking behind a wall, because I'm very expressive. I use my hands a lot. I like you. You got to see my face and like my emotion because my friends always tell me if there's something going on with me, you can just see it right on my face. So that's really hard. Actually, the producers, one of the after a few of the first dates that I had, one of them pulled me or my producer pulled me aside and was like, hey, Maris, can you get a little deeper? You got to stop talking about food. I'm like, I like food. (laughs) That's how I connect with people. So how... Okay. <laughs> you want to talk more about more about my feelings? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Like, like, yeah, like food talk all day, absolutely. Like, like I'm a yes. foodie as well. So it's like, yeah, come on. Like, what were they like? What, what were they thinking? We we need right. more food talk. <laughs> they wanted you to get in and be like, okay, so tell me about your daddy issues, or like, you know, something like that. And I was here. I am talking about food, and everybody here, you know, within three days you know everybody is already getting really in deep and you know they know their childhood trauma and things like that so 
I get it. I mean, we're we're there for a limited amount of time. Yeah. How many? So is it like what, like a few weeks? You all are there. Uh, we were there for um the first week, and then if you make it throughout the the weddings and um you know uh, getting engaged and and make it to the end, then you're there for quite a quite a while. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And so just to confirm and, and for our listeners to, to kind of, you know, know as well. So you did not get engaged on the show, right? I did not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know like a couple people had got like engaged, but they didn't cover it. I was like, Oh my God. Like, why is like, like, why like, what, like, you know, I think the one thing that really stood out to me was so many engagements that did not get covered. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it would have been cool to kind of see that. And I felt like, you know, Love is Blind left out a lot of drama. And I know you and I are going to cover <laughs> some, some, some of that here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess as far as like, you know, it was so cool to see how close all of the contestants were during, you know, that whole, I guess, time that, you know, the show would allow us to see you all connect. Of mm-hmm. all the contestants, especially the ladies in the pod and your, on your side of the house, like, um, you know, who did you bond the closest with and what formed that sisterhood? Um, I mean, I've all of them, like they're all like great in their own ways. But I think because me, Linda and Chandra um, were cut first and we were we spent most of the time in the break room. That was that time. But also Johnny. I, I talked to her a lot during my time there. Um, but when we were in the lounge, all of us would be playing Duck Duck Goose. We would be arm wrestling. We would be teaching each other how to twerk. So all of us kind of, <laughs> there's like a very short clip in one of the episodes where everybody's twerking and <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> so that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They only showed, I wish they would have showed more, but. <laughs> It's so cool that, you know, you all were able to have so much fun, though, especially like in the downtime. And and also when you all were in the pods and, you know, kind of connecting with the guys, did uh, did you get to keep that that book that, that you all wrote your notes in or did you have to give that that notebook back? So we did. But when I got mine back, the pages were torn out. So all of my notes, I only got some blank pages back. There are some girls who got some of their notes back. And I think I mean, a couple of the, I think it was because if you. Uh, got engaged and went forward in the process then they let you keep it but mine I mean I still like it it's a cute book it has my name on it so (laughs) but I wanted my notes but maybe they were gibberish because you know drinking was involved and (laughs) we were just doodling (laughs) did you all get to choose like what what uh, like what choice of drink you wanted to have when you're in the pods yes there was a full open bars and then they also give you like a little um a little sheet to fill out like hey what kind of snacks do you like what's your preference on alcohol um and I was back there I used to be a bartender so I was back there making drinks for everybody (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) so you're exactly So you're like the connoisseur, right? So I guess among like you and your boyfriend, like, like, is he like, I guess, is he, is he sometimes like, Hey babe, can you make me a drink? I really want this, but you know, I'm not sure how to do it, but I know since you know, you were a former bartender at one point, can you make it? <laughs> he has a full bar and he has his little booklet that he's tried, but I, he also is not a very, um, uh, he, he can't hang all the time. <laughs> if we go out, he takes a couple of us. He can't finish his drink. It's always me that finishes it. But that's just in my culture. Lao people, if I don't know if you know any other Lao people, but they they can drink. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite drink yourself? That's the, that's your choice. Um, so I used to, dr well, I drink a lot of old fashions and I don't know. I started drinking tequila old fashions recently, but I, if I'm having a regular bourbon old fashioned, uh, I'm going to drink it with Woodford reserve. Okay. Okay. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then like among like your family, is there like one specific drink that, that people like, or is it kind of like, it varies between family members? It kind of varies. I mean, there's a lot of Hennessy that goes around Don Julio in 1942. Um, yeah, it really varies. It's, but if you, you got to be able to hang, to hang with my family <laughs> or make sure you eat a heavy meal, make sure you eat carbs. We're going to feed you too, but prepare your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> love that love that and and, and uh, your family last name i forgot to ask uh, ask you this so is it pronounced uh, uh perconicum 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 okay gotcha <laughs> look i love that love that so what on earth is the case with those golden glasses that are in every fucking scene <laughs> so what i found out is that they're just trying to you know make sure there's continuity in, but I, I, you know, I always wondered too, but it's for continuity between the scenes, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Please tell me you were able to at least take one of those home with you. <laughs> no, they were watching us. So I, <laughs> I couldn't slip one. <laughs> you can order them online though. I found out. Ooh, okay, okay. Yes, yes, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah, give me the info to that. Otherwise, I was going to say the next Love is Blind event that you're at, you're going to have to like, you know, take two, one for you and then send me one. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, which guy would you say is, you know, your number one date that you went on, like, like in the pods that I guess, you know, really, you know, I guess went well or, you know, um, you know, we won't talk about the, we'll, we'll get to the worst date, but yeah, but let's talk about the like number one date. <laughs> Who was the guy that you uh, connected with? <laughs> I mean, so I guess as far as conversation, Justice, um, he's he's a gym bro. Uh, <laughs> so, and I, I worked out quite a bit, but also he, one of the things that stood out to me was that he really um, loved learning about languages. So he, his perp, his goal was to learn how to count to 10 in like a bunch of different languages. And I think he already knew Spanish, he knew Thai, he knew uh, a bunch of other things. He was also trying to learn colors and things like that. So we got along really well. Um, Jared, uh, he actually does something very similar. He works for one of the universities over here. So that conversation always went really well whenever I talked to him because we could really connect like, okay, these damn kids at these <laughs> this university. <laughs> yeah. The audacity. But, uh, <laughs> nah, we love those kids. <laughs> those young adults. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know and i guess um you know is it a reason that some of the producers i guess chose not to show some of the different i guess dates and everything because like yeah i wanted to see more of the dates that you went on is it or is it just like where the producers like we just want to see a lot of drama this season like i was just like what was the direction they were going i wanted to see more like more of the dates from the people that they did not cover yeah, I think they were just focusing on the drama because you notice like the people that they showed more in the pods were the people that ended up, you know, being like the top or not the, like the ones that ended up going to get married and things like that. So there's a there's a lot of people who I'm surprised like, oh, they barely they showed like a, a snippet of them. And, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. It, yeah. 
And I guess, you know, how did the other women, you know, like speaking of drama, but how did the other women react when they found out that Lydia and Ushe, you know, dated each other outside of the pods before, you know, I guess, you know, they even came on to the experience. Like we did see a little bit of the, I guess, the fallout that happened at that one meetup after the pods or whatever, but kind of from your experience, like how did the, uh, the ladies in your side of the camp handle that? Yeah, I mean, everybody was pretty shocked. However, Houston, we keep finding out that Houston is small, even even though it's huge. Like everybody knows somebody that knows somebody. Like a couple of uh, the contestants, um, we we would have a discussion and be like, "Oh, that person works with my friend," and or you know, I know that person's friend who knows their mom, or you know, something like that. So Houston is just small. If we're, we we go all go out in the same places, everybody's kind of bound to know somebody that knows somebody. It, but we were still kind of shocked that out of the 30 people in Houston, <laughs> there is a couple that dated. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And even um, like like I was I was hearing too about how I guess the bars, everyone ends up meeting someone at the bar, know someone from like from the bar, the, the, those encounters. Is that is that true? Like people are just always bumping into each other. Oh, for sure. I mean, when I go out, I would just randomly see people, you know, at these bars that you, you pretty much hang out at the same 10 places. I, I feel like. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, uh, you know, I kind of feel the same as in Chicago. Sometimes it just depends on like, <laughs> like what, like what part of the, like uh, the city you're in. Cause if you're on like the North side or like downtown, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's like some frequent spots that you'll bump into people. Like it's like, wait a minute, didn't I just see you at this place like like, yeah. the other, like last week? <laughs> exactly, and like you park at one bar, and then pretty much there's like ten bars that are around each other. So you just just walk and like make your rounds, and you're gonna see somebody. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I see my little cousins. You know, like they're they just turned twenty one. I see them out there. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, are you old enough to be here? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's we like, shouldn't be in the same spot. Right, exactly. It's like you were like, weren't you just like in high school, like last year? Like, 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 like how'd you grow up? Exactly. So <laughs> but you want a shot? I'll get you one. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, you know, and kind of like diving a little, a little bit deeper. Now I know, you know, as far as the controversy that kind of followed uh, Uche, you know, like in in the pods and out of out of the pods, um, you know we were kind of made of where that, you know, he, you and him went on a date in the pods and uh, he had said to you that Buddhism isn't a religion or, or, you know, and was pretty much kind of just down talking you and just, you know, what is it? Uh, invalidating what you practice. Um, can you right. share a little bit about that, about that, how that all went down? Yeah. So first of all, when he said that I was ready to square up. So <laughs> <laughs> Because how, how are you going to tell me? I mean, I, I've been alive for 30 years. I've been practicing. I'm, I'm a practicing Buddhist. I'm, this is how I've grown up. So I, when he said that, I felt like he was disrespecting my family and, you know, my entire so, life. Yes. So I can't remember when it was, uh, which round it was with the dates, but he, you know, we were talking about religion because, you know, that that's something important that you should discuss before you even get in a relationship with anybody. Because if you don't align your values and your beliefs, then it's probably, it may or may not work out, depending on the people. Um, obviously, it would not work out because <laughs> if you tell me my my religion is not real, that's going to be a problem because you're disagreeing with my entire family then. And so I got really upset. Um, the, 
the girls will, you know, I came out of the pod crying because he was just drilling down like, but why, why, why do you feel like it's a, it's a religion? Why do you, what, you know, what, what is it? Like explain it, explain the philosophy behind it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like the hell. So before I even left for the show, um, my grandpa was not doing well health wise. And in my culture, you know, there's a Buddha ceremony that's like a blessing ceremony. If you look at the episodes, you'll see like these white bracelets on my wrist. It's basically like a blessing. We had a ceremony for him. And my grandpa was a patriarch. He was the one that led all of these Buddhist ceremonies. You know, everything that, every ceremony that we had, made sure that we meditated, made sure that we were um, being religious. And so when he told me that, I, I thought about my grandpa and I was like, why am I talking to this man when my grandpa's at home? He's sick. So that really angered me whenever he told me that. And I walked out and yeah. it, he he just has to be right all the time and that's not that's not something that you have to be able to compromise in a relationship and I know we weren't in one yet but that was like a red flag to me that we are not going to get along yeah I'm so sorry that you had to uh that you had to go through all that and you know I'm sorry about your grandfather as well like I know that like that 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 had to have been like so tough like everything just happening all at once Mm -hmm. um yeah. And, you know, and, and, and thanks for even, you know, just sharing your, like, you know, um, how that affected you, because I think that's really important, you know, for us to understand, you know, the context and, you know, like how, like, wait, what, what really went down? Um, I guess, you know, I guess another, you know, I guess hot topic question is, um, do you, like, like, are, like, I guess at any of the Love is Blind events, do you still like, interact with Uche or are you just like, nah, like, don't even talk to me, like, stay, stay the fuck away? No, I mean, there was, um, I, I'm very cordial to everybody. You could have done me wrong. I'm, I'm not going to like, you know, turn around and like talk shit about you. Like you have your belief. I have my belief and let's agree to disagree. And I'm still going to say hello to you. I'm still going to speak to you, but we don't need to have a conversation further than that. Right. Right. Absolutely. And even with um, just seeing the that first meetup when the cast members all first met each other after the pods and that whole argument that went down between Lydia and Uche, I was like, oh my God, like they're like like Uche is really just triggering everyone, just going off. I'm like, like someone needs to stop this man. Like did the producers, yeah. did they even try to intervene with that? Or were they just like, eh, we love the drama. We'll just let this play because this is good for ratings. Oh, they let it play. Like Miriam, um, I'm so glad she said something, but he he was out of line in that situation. And I, Miriam is the sweetest person. Like you should you should not be coming for her. And everybody was yelling. I'm everybody was yelling at him too. So I'm I'm still confused as to why she was the only one he directed her his anger towards. Yeah, yeah, that was just so wild because he just came over to you all's table and just, just, yeah, just literally just, just going back and forth. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, 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 here's the hole, and Uche is just doing it. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Well, um, yeah, I, you know, I'm so sorry that you know you all had like like had to deal with that, but I'm glad that you know in in the end, you know, you all are still able to be cordial. Like, hey, you know, like. He's doing his thing. You're doing your thing. Like, like ain't nobody, you know, um, trying to like, you know, do a smear campaign on social media. So it's good that I'm glad that you're in a better place and, you know, you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, 
now that you're out of the pods, you're in a relationship, you all are, are, are so happy a year and a half in with, with, with you and Bay. So tell me, um, you know, like, uh, you know, like, yeah, like, I guess, what is life like with him? Like after, after out of the pods and everything, like, like, does he kind of understand some of like what you went through based off of what you shared? Like, how did that make your relationship with him stronger after coming out of the pods? Yeah. So, I mean, I learned a lot about myself coming out of those pods um, that, so I used to be bad. I used to give the silent treatment. I'm sorry to my ex-boyfriend when I used to not just, when we would get in a fight, I would give him the silent treatment. That is not productive whatsoever. I definitely realize that now. Um, we we do have challenges throughout our relationship, but the one thing is to make sure that we are speaking up. If there's something wrong, they won't know. You got, men, you know, you can't, you guys have no idea unless I open my mouth and say like, Hey, this pissed me off when you did this. Like they can't do anything about it if you don't say anything. And so I, that's what I understand, but also laughter, definitely yes. <laughs> laughter in tough situations does help <laughs> just making sure you laugh a lot with each other, um, compromise. And then one huge thing is I hate when couples are like, Oh, this person is my whole world. Like, no, they shouldn't be your whole world. They should be a part of your world, but they shouldn't be your whole world. Like you should still have your individuality, your individual life, and then you guys can come together. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we're all responsible for our own happiness. We shouldn't rely on someone else to fulfill that happiness. It's like, yeah, you know, we, that happiness starts from within and then the people that we bring into our lives, yeah, they're adding on to that happiness. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like I, I love, I love how you put that. I was gonna say, would you uh, ever, you know, do another reality show? But since you're in a relationship, I was gonna say, would you ever do another reality show, something like it, like the Ultimatum or something like that, like if, down the line, if you're like, okay, I'm ready to get married, but one of us isn't, you know, ready to to do it. Would you ever do something like that? Uh, not a dating show. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I would, you know, the challenge show, if it's like an obstacle course show or a cooking show or something like that, something fun that's not relationship related. Yeah, but not, I can, I think I can handle the relationship myself, <laughs> portion myself. And I don't think I need a show anymore. All right. <laughs> you know, I heard that Netflix just got a, what is it? There's a squid game, like actual, like, like game show now. Yes, I was watching that the other day. Is it good? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I've just been like hearing about it. It is. It's juicy. And they get all people like just like the show, they get people from all walks of life. Like there's people who are in their 70s on there. And then, you know, it's it's crazy. I, I would totally do it. Yes. You know what? Yes. It, like, you know, they should have one season with like all of like the Netflix, like, you know, like, like celebrities. So like all of you all from like, Love is Blind, like have like people from other Netflix shows, just have all the Netflix, all you celebrities in like on that game show. Like that would Man. probably be like, the highest rated, like rated season. I know it. <laughs> I would love, because I love, like I did this adult field day. That's really fun. And then there's like this like giant arcade. I love games. I'm, I'm also very competitive. I will race somebody to the car. That's how competitive I am. <laughs> so i'm i'm always down for games all right <laughs> yeah so hey uh squid games if y'all are listening like you know <laughs> recruit maris and then recruit me because you know i want to do a game show <laughs> yeah let me compete against <laughs> exactly right yeah exactly right we'll compete against each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i guess do you believe 
And like, you know, this can be answered any, like any way. There is no, no right or wrong here. But do you believe that love is blind? No. <laughs> nah, not anymore. I mean, I used to, I used, to, I mean, the relationships that formed from Love is Blind, I think that, that they really were able to talk to each other. They were, they were healthy and they didn't need therapy yet. So some of us needed therapy first before going to that show <laughs> to be able to talk about our feelings. Um, and I'm really happy for the relationships that came out of it, but I don't, for me, love is not blind. I got to see you. I got to, you know, something can be coming out of your mouth, but your face could be saying something completely different. So I can, I need to see your facial expressions when you're talking, your, your hand movements, your body language, because your body language and your face can say it all without you even have to, having to say anything. Absolutely. And I think you have like, like you, you give me the vibe that you have a really good bullshit meter. Like, like. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm good at reading the room, you know, and if I look at, I'm, I also go with my gut feeling. If I don't feel good about you, there must be a reason why. And I'm going to get, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Hey, there you go. Yes. Yes. Ah. Your boyfriend is 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 a lucky man. Like 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 you you got it, girl. Go all the way the fuck off. <laughs> it took me a little while to get like this. It, it took some you know some therapy, some some learning about myself, some some self journaling, and thing like things like that to get to this point. I haven't always been like this. For sure, and we're all works of progress on ourselves, right? For sure. <laughs> And, and, you know, like, um, you know, like my last question too about like Love is Blind, like the whole like vetting process, is it like you had mentioned, it's a, it's a long process. So it's like, they're, they're asking you questions. There's like, you know, video calls and all that. Like, I guess, how long does it take from the vetting process to like, okay, now you have been approved to be on the show? Yeah, I think so. It took at least six months for me from the initial um reaching out then you got to fill out this 200 maybe yeah 200 question form and then they'll reach out to you you have to set up this interview go through like an hour and a half with an interview with the casting director apparently I mean and then get submitted they all look at it and then they finally contact you and then you you have to go through uh you have to sign a bunch of paperwork then figure out like hey can you get off for three weeks if you know if, it, if you actually go through with it. So there's a lot of, lot of steps. But some people, it said like, some people, they're, uh, the length of time that they applied and then to when they got contacted was much shorter. So it really depends. Okay, okay, all right. You know, now, you know, I'm wondering how long it took uh, Uche to get approved. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> they, need like, all, they need all different kinds of personalities, so. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Because I was going to say, like, I know for some of the people, I'm just like, how did they let this person through? But hey, you know. (laughs) Situations podcast is an open platform covering dating, relationships, mental and emotional life experiences. If you are looking to advertise your brand or product or would like to sponsor the show, send an email to situationspod at gmail.com. That's S-I-T-U-A-S-E-A-N-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and uh, and unpack uh, a listener's submission uh, it's a, a regarding like that ick dilemma. Are you ready to do this? Yes, sir. 
All right. This listener submission says, when your partner or the person you're dating tries to control who you talk to or what you wear, big ick. Periodically, I've met couples who aren't allowed to hang out with the opposite sex or wear certain clothing because it makes them uncomfortable. It always it's always the boyfriend who made these rules. Also, I met a few married couple. Uh, also, married, I met a few married couples where the wife had to show her husband the grocery list and or shopping list before she went to the mall and get it approved before each wife could go to the stores. Another big ick. Oh my goodness. Controlling insecure partners in general are a big red flag, especially if both are working and sharing uh, finances. Ooh. Ugh. What, Leave like, them. like, what are your thoughts? Like, you start, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. <laughs> so I've had, I've had situations where, you know, the guys that I'm dating, they don't want me to talk to certain people or they're like, mm, what you're wearing, you need to go, go inside and change. Absolutely not. You're not about to tell me anything i mean i know in different situations because they're paying your bills and and things like that but no that's if they're already controlling you know who you talk to what you're wearing that it's gonna it's gonna progress and they're gonna be controlling your entire life and i don't agree with it yeah same like when i was reading this i like 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 you can see in my face i'm like whoa whoa, oh my goodness like what it just gets worse and worse (laughs) <laughs> right exactly i'm like did 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 uh like 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 oh my god like who who submitted this did uche i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like that man he's gonna come for me he's gonna like like dm the show it's, 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 it's like the whole thing <laughs> no you i must tell you if any of my friends came to me and told me that they were dating a guy that said any of this my first reaction would be leave him we can you you deserve better you he ain't paying your bills exactly no like it's time to go we can find you a new man let's go out i'll be your wing woman <laughs> <laughs> exactly there you go like you know and it like because men who do this and men that just display these toxic behaviors it's almost like you know they are just insecure about so many things especially like within themselves because it's just like <laughs> they're projecting they're like oh right. well my girl should only be doing this or she should only be hanging out with these group of people it's like no, 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 no. Like, she's going to have her own group of friends. You have exactly. your group of friends. She's going to have her own life. It's like, yo, like, you know, we, like, we're, we're in 2023, about to be 2020 fucking four. Like, so right. it's just like. <laughs> as long as you're not doing anything disrespectful while you're not, you're not with your boyfriend or your significant other, then there should be no issue. Exactly. At all. Exactly. It should be mutual respect because at the end of the day, like this, this relationship and, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's an equal, it should be an equal partnership. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Maybe sometimes, you know, uh, people will do that because of their past relationships and they're trying to, you know, stop it before it even happens. But you can't assume that your partner now is going to do what your exes did at all. Like, you have to trust that you're in a new relationship. And if you have those concerns, then you need to tell them up front, like, hey, I don't like this. I don't like you talking to this person or the opposite sex because my ex did this to me. Then they'll understand. They'll have some empathy for you and be like, okay, well, I mean, maybe I need to change or let them know, like, hey, this is I'm, I'm going to talk to this person. Do you feel comfortable? Or you need to meet this person and understand why I'm friends with this person. Exactly. It, it, 
Yeah, because you know, not one size fits all. It's like, so yeah, like, like you know, to your point, like one thing that may have been done in this relationship, yeah, it, it, it is not going to apply to this relationship in the next or, or whatever, because everyone is different. Everyone has you know different needs, different interests, different hobbies, different friend groups. Like you know, the, like the list goes sure. on. So it's just like for someone to just assume that this person is going to just quote unquote fall in line. It's like no, like n- like. <laughs> Find somebody else, you know, it's like, yeah, or, 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 or first go to therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Betterhelp.com. If you, if you don't have that much time, they'll make time for you. Exactly. Better help sponsor this show too. <laughs> <laughs> listening on apple Podcasts or spotify can you do me a really quick favor can you please uh rate and review this podcast like day hit that five star review because and i i do read all the reviews um because this helps me know how this podcast is helping others and how you know this podcast is serving you because it's my job as a host is to serve you this podcast the way that you would prefer it to be This first one says, you should not go out with me if you can't reach the top shelf. <laughs> Is that That's hinge? what stools are for. Unhinged. Right, right, <laughs> you can get that. one of those. What's that thing that old people have? It's like that oh, little clip thing. <laughs> the claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a stool, you got a chair, or you you get one of those things. Please. Exactly. <laughs> Unhinged. Unhinged for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, who, like, like, who put this on their profile? Like, again, like a listener submitted this. I'm just like, who put this on their profile? You really, you really must want to stay single if they, if they put that on their, their profile. Like, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, last one here. This one says, uh, "Dating me will look like," and then some guy. So, like, so this is a a a, a, a woman who submitted this, but a, a guy on the dating app that she saw. Put, posted this on his profile so it says dating me will look like and it's a picture of money on a table with like a whole bunch of blunts I'm not sure if you can see that okay <laughs> I, <laughs> unhinged are you so you you telling me you're a drug dealer up front does it <laughs> exactly so if we go on a date you can you, you may get busted at any time <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> It'll, I, I mean, it's like it's like it'll start off as a nice date because I guess this guy has all this cash, whatever. So I guess you, like you know, like we're going to a nice ass restaurant, but you can't guarantee that you know it's, it, he's going to be there the entire time when the feds come. <laughs> no, that, okay, so in Houston, if you flaunt your money all over Instagram, you're just asking to get robbed. Like they're going to find it, figure figure out where you live. Like I don't care about the blunts. Like it's you know that's fine, but you're flaunting your money. I don't I don't like when people post their money and flaunt their money. That's just Ugh, it just gives me the ick. Same, same. Yeah, it's like, come on, y'all. Like y'all, like, and then y'all wonder, like, like why someone's like messing with your stuff, or yeah, or someone gets, or you're getting robbed, or or, or people ask you for money. It's like, well, you're exactly. advertising it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So I, I think I think we uh we're, we're both saying unhinged on that one too. Yeah, that's unhinged really- for sure, for sure. <laughs> we're gonna get Maris. We, we're gonna give this a new category: unfucking hinged. <laughs> <laughs> unfucking hinged. Yes. <laughs> Uh, awesome well like you know to, to listeners that submitted your submissions thank you so much for submitting we love to see it we love to hear it so like yeah thank y'all uh so much i want to say thank you for you know coming onto the show like ah uh, it was so amazing doing this with you thank you so much for having me it was so much fun you are such a light of joy and I'm just so happy for you and your boyfriend and, and like, yeah, when you all get married and everything, I better get an invite. <laughs> I got you. We, well, we got to hint to him first, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, it's, it's time, it's time. Get, get... <laughs> Looks a little bare. <laughs> right? <laughs> just drop little hints everywhere and then, yeah, <laughs> there you yeah. go. So can you tell our listeners, where can they find you? Like the socials, anything you want to you wanna promote? Yeah, let us know how our listeners can connect. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Maris underscore TX. That's pretty much the only social media I have. Um, follow me. I'm out of Houston. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any products or <laughs> anything I'm promoting right now. But if you need a job, okay, then let me know. <laughs> All right. All right. Love it. Love it. Yes. And thank you know, and uh, yeah, to the listeners, you know, um, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. You know, there are three ways that you can uh, submit to this podcast. The first way, go to situationspodcast.com slash submit. And then there's a submission form. You can submit. It's an anonymous submission. I won't know who submitted it. Maris, she won't know who submitted it. It's anonymous. We won't know. <laughs> and then you can leave a voicemail, 312-586-2664. Some of you have asked, is that my personal number? No, that is that is just a hotmail. <laughs> what do you call it? The hotline. <laughs> and yeah, the last way you can, um, you know, you can uh, email the podcast, situationspod at gmail.com. And then, yeah, you can leave your submission there. Follow us on social media at Situations Pod. And uh, yeah, I uh, wanted to say one more time, share with the group chat, share, 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 have everyone listen. And uh, yeah, join the Patreon too if you want to see the screenshots. So Maris, so with the Patreon, what I have been doing is, so if I go out on dates or whatever, or let's say I'm, you know, um, connecting with somebody on a dating app and they just all of a sudden just stop responding, just go ghost. I'll like share it, you know, with the Patreon group. I'm like, hey, let's unpack this together. Like, you know, like I'm a very transparent person. Of course, we, you know, shield names and people's faces, of course, you know, but, you know, I like to give the listeners a little peek behind the curtain on like, you know, like what I'm up to. But yeah, so Mm -hmm. stuff like that, or sometimes listeners, I'll have uh, like, you know, we'll unpack things like, you know, live in real time for real time like a live screening so it's like yeah if y'all want to get in on a patreon patreon.com slash situations pod uh, podcast and even marish she agrees that you all should sign up for the patreon totally agree <laughs> you better do it <laughs> exactly well thank you all so much for tuning in marish thank you so much for being on the show <laughs> and tuning in when it comes out <laughs> Awesome. Well, yes, I will see you all back here for the next episode in a couple of weeks. Woo!